This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, sorry. That's I fine. The I just wanted to note that feature request because it's good. Uh, an, error occur- an error occurred. Please try again later. Uh, but also it says live and excellent condition. I love this so much. Uh, hey, Jake. <laughs> oh, he wandered off. Okay, I'm just going to snap. Can... This is probably the quickest way for me to do this. I'm just going to snap a quick picture of this because this is hilarious. We have, a, we have a call with them uh, probably next week. Like, we actually have a contact at YouTube <laughs> that's, like, actively working on the development of this panel. Ooh. And, um, yeah, Your we were... Your job must be hard right now. We were, like, straight up honest with them. We were like, look... The way that it's so confusing to use, because the way it messages things is terrible. Yeah. Like, it's undecipherable. And so me getting, like, excellent connection live, by the way, there's a problem. You can't, you can't do that. Anyway, we're live. Welcome hey. to the WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a fantastic show for you guys yeah. today. The NSA has revealed a major flaw in Microsoft's Windows operating system. Apple may be forced to ditch the lightning connector. Luke got banned by Blizzard for That's a major six topic. months. That's <laughs> well, I'm fascinated to hear about it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a um, great story. And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Windows 7 yeah. is dead. Dead as a doornail. Dead as... Um, I mean, you can still use it. Yeah, you can still use it, but like... People used XP for a long time. They did. They shouldn't anymore. No. Yeah, like but you should really not boot a Windows XP probably o- operating do. system on your network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's roll that intro. Go, go, go. Oh, yeah. Pen of pen. Wait. Oh, it's still unlisted. I forgot it's not public. Well, whatever. We're not starting over. Uh, sponsors for the show today. <laughs> that display. That Hubble bundle. That fresh book. Oh, what's up? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Um, crap. Um. Wow, yeah. I can talk when about Apple being forced for to ditch lightning. Ah, oh, I want to talk about that though. Okay. Uh, when do we Set need to, when do we need to do that? Just, how long is it? I don't know. Okay, can you can you find that out? Like how set up is it? If I can as long as I can just sprint over there, say it, and then run back over here, we should be fine. <laughs> All right. So why don't we jump right into our headline topic? The NSA okay. reveals a major flaw in Microsoft Windows. At a press conference, the US National Security Agency everyone's best friend, announced that, I mean, you know, you confide everything to your best friends. Yeah. You know, your best friend is always kind of like hanging around, watching out for you. (laughs) Very, very closely. You know, your best friend... um, Puts listening devices in your home. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. the NSA announced it has discovered a major flaw in Windows 10. It's normal, right? Uh, it's not clear how long they knew about the vulnerability before revealing it to Microsoft, but the bugs revealed were within Windows Remote Desktop Gateway Co- Okay, how- That's not good. Remote Desktop. Riddle me this. Okay. You know a thing or two about online security, right? Uh, sure. Okay. 
You probably know enough to know this. Okay. If there's anything in your operating system that needs to be bulletproof. Yeah. Yep. Wouldn't you think it would <laughs> yeah, be yeah. the one that literally gives you, as though you are sitting in front of it, access to the machine? Yeah. Can I, t can I take a quick aside here for a second? You just asked, you know a thing or two about online security. Yeah. There's a bone that I have to pick with some of our audience. Oh. That has been picked by AJ, but then oh. after it has been picked oh. by AJ, they just tend to vanish. Yes. And then they come back later when AJ's not around and yes. they attack again. And then AJ's like, hey, I see you. Is this float plane related? It, it is. Okay, what are they mad about so now? So we have a maximum character count on our passwords. Yeah, okay. It's like 72 or something. I don't remember what it is. It's really high. Okay. Some people try to set passwords that are higher than that and then point at other websites and say, like, you can do it there. That means better security. A lot of really good encryption protocols can only go up to a certain amount. Right. You can allow it to accept passwords that are beyond that amount. Right. But it will just cut them off at 72 or whatever I th whatever the character account is. Really? It just slices it off. So if you go to, like, Hacker News, you can put in a password that's really long. And then you can go up to the character account limit and just type whatever you want past the end, and it doesn't matter. That's not better security. Come on. I'm not like an absolute expert of this stuff, but this is not difficult to understand. And like, ugh. Also, 72 is lots. I don't remember exactly what it is. Okay, whatever. But it's very high. Yeah, okay. It's, it's lots. Yeah, okay. Anyways, that's just, you know, I just, ugh. Thanks, Luke. We get very aggressive tweets every once in a while. Someone be like, this is unacceptable. Blah, 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 blah. How's like, your chest? Feel lighter? Which, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to the NSA and Windows. All right, so the vulnerability in Windows Remote <laughs> Desktop, like the one thing you gotta you gotta go through with a fine tooth, you know, like a likes comb, you know, and like, is get like in there. Definitely included on server versions. So there's two separate bugs identified as CVE 2020-0609. Nice. <laughs> and CVE 2020-0610, they are particularly dangerous as while they are not yet exploited, they could be used to remotely execute code on targeted RDP servers before the gateway even attempts to authenticate them. Nice. The public disclosure represents a major change in the NSA's approach, choosing to put computer security ahead of building up its arsenal of hacking tools that allow the agency to spy on adversaries' networks. Past bugs like this were stockpiled by the NSA as attack vectors but eventually leaked to hacking groups for malicious use, notably Eternal Blue and WannaCry. <laughs> Microsoft and the NSA reported that they have seen no active exploitation of the flaw, and the latest Windows patch addresses 48 vulnerabilities, five of which were related to Windows Remote Desktop. Uh, okay, apparently I have to run over there and just yell at the microphone for about okay. 20 seconds. Um, long story short, there's a product coming out, and... We filmed our review, and then a competitor has a product that competes with this product, and they adjusted their pricing like oh. an hour and a half ago. Oh. And our video is already shot, so I have to go and like do something. Are you just like ghetto voiceovering? Oh yeah, oh yeah, nice. so hard. Nice. So hard. I actually really enjoy that when you watch a video and there's like clearly like they they clearly said something the first time, and then there's like. Say, say he says $95, and he's like, $150, and it goes back to the cadence that was there before. I don't know why, but I find that highly entertaining. Not going to lie, I wasn't fully paying attention to what Linus was saying <laughs> before he left. So I don't actually remember where he was on this, so I'm just going to pick it up, and if I'm reiterating what he said previously, I apologize. 
the public disclosure represents a major change in the NSA's approach, choosing to put computer security, oh, he did say this, ahead of building up its arsenal of hacking tools that allow the agency to spy on adversaries' networks. This is good, uh, because I can pretty much bet you at least some of their systems are running on Windows. I know for a fact that a decent amount of uh, the American government systems in general, even if they're not the NSAs, are running on Windows. And uh, I mean, it's th things, things are better secure than, than, than insecure. If you set up a way to access something uh, uh, in an unauthorized way, that can also be used as an attack vector always. Like you can't just know that it will be used by yourself. So yeah, getting this fixed is good overall. Um, Microsoft and the NSA reported that they have seen no active exploitation of the flaw. That's great. I hope they get it fixed before that happens. Uh, the latest Windows patch, which we downloaded and installed on the streaming computer right before the stream, and I was scared that the stream wasn't going to work. Uh, the latest Windows patch addressed 48 vulnerabilities, five of which were related to Windows Remote Desktop. That is terrifying. Um, I am still extremely uncomfortable with Windows 10. I've talked about it a ton on this show in the past. I am running Windows 10 personally at home now. Um, the thing that usually ends up getting me to, to push operating systems ends up being games. And uh, my roommate and a bunch of other people wanted to play the new Call of Duty. And you can't do that on Windows 8.1, which was my preferred operating system. You could do it on Windows 7, which was interesting. But yeah, you can do it on Windows 8.1 which was kind of a bummer. I don't want to do the Apple force to ditch the lightning connector thing because Linus said he wanted to talk about that. Um, I don't think there's going to be a ton, of, a ton of conversation on this one, so I'll dive into that. Uh, the you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Windows 7 is dead thing. Um, you can still use Windows 7, to be clear. It is just insecure. Official support for Windows 7 has ended as of Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. The hugely popular OS, that's a little understated, uh, will continue to get security updates for companies who pay $25 to $200 per workstation for the privilege, but end users are SOL due to the end of life clause. Wah! He's back. If you could pay $25 to $200 how as a user, not as a workstation, so like for your home PC, and you were like a, a diehard into ooh, yes, software as a service. Yep, let's do it to keep using Windows 7. Yeah, did they ever add DirectX 12? Uh, I don't know if they did universally. I know definitely some games that are DX12 work on Windows 7, right? But in like DirectX 11 mode, I haven't done it because I haven't ran Windows 7 in a long time, so I'm not sure. What are you running now? You're on Windows 8, aren't you? I was 8.1 for a long time. I've recently <gasps> poured over. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you finally did it. I, I had installed. <laughs> um, do you remember when my 8.1, like, black screen bricked? And then I installed uh, Mint. And then I was like, this is too tedious. So yes. I installed another operating yep. system. That other operating system was Windows 10. Just because I was like, it doesn't really matter. All I really use is like Word, Excel, and a web browser. Yeah. So whatever. So I just did it. And then my laptop was also in Windows 10. So I was like outnumbered with my own personal devices. You know what? Personal use, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Because the only justification for me to pay for an operating system is for it to have some kind of... Um, it has to enable me to do something that I otherwise couldn't do. I mean, for me, the operating system is just something that 
mostly gets out of my way. Yeah. And there are things <clears throat> about Windows 10 that are super obnoxious. It drives yeah. me nuts to this day that I have to, what is it, an extra two clicks to get into my network connection settings. Like just stupid, asinine things. Like I wanna know what the link speed of my Wi-Fi is. I don't wanna right click, then this, then this, then this, then this other thing status. Like it just takes too long to do something. Audio settings, annoying to get to. Super. Basically all of the settings are really annoying to get to. Super frustrating and still not consolidated. Like some of it's in the old style control panel, some of it's in the Metro UI style control panel. Like finish your I job also, at some point. I, I have always hated this. And like even I've I've been switched to Windows 10 for a little while it's been now. Like eight years. Yeah, um, but the the this type of UI design, I don't uh, know if you want to show that or not. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, sure. That's probably fine. I don't like this. Yeah. Well, Metro. I don't think it looks good. I have never thought it looks good. Yeah. Aggressively boxy, and the majority of the time they're just like only text. Really flat. Or text with yep. a box out of lines around Remember it. Remember Aeroglass? Aeroglass was sweet. Aeroglass was sweet. Vista still looks so good. It does. Um, so, so anyway, for me, the operating system when I'm when I'm at home is just yeah. to 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 get out of my way. Um, yeah. And I and I actually on a machine that's working, one that I'm not tinkering with, I access that stuff shockingly rarely. Like on my the the computer actually. Wow, the computer I actually use the most now is the VR gaming rig connected to my TV in my living yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Go figure, I, I never would have seen that coming. I use my laptop a fair bit, but like only at work. Um, oh no, okay, I lied. My workstation at work, so I use the most. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tangent again. Oh wow, okay. I have to crush your heart a little bit. Uh, What's this? Jaden just decided to randomly uh, get the song you were playing on. What a monster. Uh, on, on Beat Saber after you played it, and I don't know why it's not loading right now, but uh, yeah, he 100 percented it on Expert, full combo, no misses. It was a good live stream, though. Expert plus 100%. Anyway, I will address <laughs> that later. Um, <laughs> oh, there it is, there it goes. Oh, whatever. Anyway, Anyways. so... Yeah, I, so... Okay, where, what? <laughs> that is so off topic. <laughs> Lancho, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, where my position changes on this? Oh no, you said is, your VR PC. That's why. Yeah. So yeah. my VR PC is the one that I probably use the most, yeah. aside from maybe my workstation, which I use for work. Yeah. Um, and I almost never dink around with anything. Like once I've got everything configured. Once it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once I've got yeah. Once I've got Steam VR set up to you know properly switch which audio devices when I open and close VR. Um, now that I don't actually try to use my PC to watch movies. Now that I just use Plex through the Nvidia Shield. Uh, all my Harmony stuff is like perfect. It goes to sleep. It wakes up properly uh, with that that ancient Microsoft IR receiver from like way back, like 2002, 2003, still using that thing, it's freaking awesome. Still has driver support. Um, so I just don't really touch that stuff. So all I really do with Windows is go down to the task manager to like open a thing. Yeah. And that's it. Like that's the only purpose it serves for me. So at home, the only thing I could really possibly care about is that it like supports the stuff I wanna use. And yeah. I use pretty new stuff, so I guess that's fine. And even if I used older stuff, 
if it was for personal use, most of the personal use type things, like a, a webcam or a printer, cost so little compared to paying a maintenance fee for your operating yeah. system that you yeah. are probably better off replacing that. With that said, if I was a business, particularly a small business, like I, I had a neighbor before that ran um, a sign making business out of his garage, and he had like CNC software and it has like, to be yeah. electronics design software that only ran on Windows XP. And okay. so for him, the cost of upgrading compared to the cost of maintaining a software, uh, maintaining an operating system, could actually be far more like that could convince him to spend $25 a year on So my my one Windows argument 7. there would be or in his case Windows XP but like Does he even need that connected to the internet? Uh no. Yeah, so then then he can just run XP and Right, but okay, in it let's say in a case where it was like a, a production system. Yeah, and um, there are those yeah. airport terminals are really common for it. Yep. Yeah. That's a really great example. Or even just an office that's just full of people who just type documents all day and absolutely do not need new computers. Like the cost of outfitting an entire office with new computers compared to the cost of spending $25 a year per seat for five years. Yeah. Like, and then just replace it when it's dead style exactly. approach. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, there are... I, w I would gladly pay a fee to be able to keep using Windows 8.1. Really? It, but like, you switched to Windows 10 voluntarily now. You have to justify that. You have to explain you, that. You brought up the compatibility issue. Oh, My friends okay. wanted to play a game. I couldn't play the game with them. Oh. It's like, hey, well, this is pretty lame. Because like, at this point, I play most games for like social reasons. Right, so I looked it up, and uh, yes, Microsoft did port DirectX 12 to Windows 7, but only for certain games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you were, you were right about that. I was pretty unsure, but yeah. So, it, like, How much would you pay? I, I would definitely pay within that range. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I think Windows 10 definitely gives me more grief than that cost is worth, if that makes sense. What has it done to you lately? Um, is it that bad? For some, everything worked perfectly before I moved to Windows 10, and I have done three reformats since this, trying to figure out what the problem is and installing not all programs every time, trying to narrow it down. But it hitches like crazy. Really? And will randomly, like, freeze. All screens will completely freeze, and then any uh, game that is in full screen windowed mode yeah. will and become a window. And I have no idea why. I've tried various NVIDIA drivers. I've tried like everything and it just, bleh. I think Windows 10 just hates me personally at this point. That does seem to be the only rational I conclusion. Don't know. Everything was perfect in Windows 8.1 and then now I just have a variety of issues. I find like one thing that I do fairly often is we'll watch like a, a show through my computer because yep. I don't have a TV yet. Yep. Um, and I'll switch the audio source to my speakers. And that's just annoying every single time because going into the settings and doing all this kind of stuff Get sound was switch. way simpler. So is that an external program? Sound switch, yeah. Sound it's, switch. It's, it's a super, super lightweight. Um, you can just set a hotkey. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's what I was using back when, um, when I was using wireless headphones on the, uh, on the TV sometimes. Well, I, I don't know if I ever actually ended up using them, but I set up wireless headphones on the TV <laughs> and then realized that nobody in the entire building I live in ever 
sits and watches TV alone. <laughs> yeah. When people are consuming content alone, it's generally on a tablet or a phone. Okay. And when they're consuming it together, they don't wear headphones. Yeah. So it's those headphones have just been sitting there for like <laughs> you know two years or three years or whatever. Right. But when I set it up, I uh, I got sound switch. Oh, and back when um, back when the audio switching for VR was a flakier, like in the very very early launch days of the HTC Vive, um, I would use sound switch to like fix it if it glitched out. Mm. Just like hey, to yeah, switch over to the other thing. There's other stuff yeah, that's nice. just kind of annoying on probably a more like principle kind of level. Yeah. Like the start menu just being so stupid. Yeah, the search is so bad. And Windows 8.1 search was great. My favorite one now is when I search for Teams, T-E-A-M-S, my first result is always TeamViewer. And my second result is always teams. Microsoft Teams. Oh. And it's like, it's your own software and your own search can't prioritize it. I will, and I put the S in. Yeah. I'm not searching T-E-A-M. Which if you did, TeamViewer coming up first, Makes sure. perfect sense, because yep. I use it all the time. Yep. T-E-A-M-S. <laughs> and it comes up with TeamViewer. I can't actually show it here. I don't think this has Teams on it. Or TeamViewer, apparently. And then it searches it. And like, uh, even if you have a tough time yeah. finding it, I never want you to search it. I am never going to search something online with the start menu. That will never, ever happen. Right, but you're an advanced user. I don't care. I think Give me the option to control this. Let me turn search a uh, web search off in the, can in the you search not? menu. I don't... Maybe, Maybe, I just haven't can. found it. I mean, the thing the about settings Windows... settings window sucks, so I'm not sure. The thing about Windows is if you're willing to go in and play around, around with regedit, it's actually very customizable. So you use Linux. It's actually very customizable. No, not necessarily. That's not always the solution. You're going pretty far. Okay, you're talking about you want to play a game with your friends. Linux ain't necessarily the solution there. There's definitely a little bit more work. Yes, that is a fair but bit also, more work than so going into RegEdit thing, and the tweaking first thing a, that I did. an animation <laughs> speed or a whatever. Like the, the, first, the first thing that I did that required a reformat was I followed the Linus Tech Tips Windows 9 guide which like destroyed everything and was horrible. You guys need to add like a what? thing on the forum that says don't do this. Oh, is it bad now? Yes. Oh. Very. Because it was great when we first did it. I, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> like honestly, our, our export the, server is still running that. I don't know. Maybe it works better with updates later Maybe on. Maybe Windows just hates you in Maybe general. Maybe that. Maybe that. Because we've never gotten so another complaint one, about that. One of the software project, one of the software, uh, you, I don't remember what it was. You had yeah. to get it from GitHub. Yeah. Um, it's just super out of date and oh, deprecated. Okay. And like, okay. there's a few things like that right. where applying them now might not really work as well. Right. But if you had them and you were updating with it, maybe Windows handles it better. I'm Got not it. sure. Or Windows just hates me. I'm happy it's with also possible. either of those explanations yeah. at this point. Windows 8.1 loves me though. And I abandoned it. So basically, um, how far did you get into this? So unless you're willing to pay a bunch of money, which I think I think we can probably both agree that unless it's for business reasons, you probably can't really justify it. Yeah. Um, so unless you're willing to pay, you are SOL, or so we thought. So a bypass has been found that enables extended support updates for end users by bypassing the ESU key check. 
Uh, unknown how long this will work for. I mean, Microsoft has demonstrated in the past that they're willing to turn a blind eye to end users working around their checkpoints, but not necessarily on everything. So one of the most famous examples of them just um, sort of pretending not to notice something is the free upgrade from Windows 7 or Windows 8 to Windows 10. They said, hey, we're gonna end it at this time. Then they extended it formally, if I recall correctly, by some period. Then they either extended it again or, or they just, just didn't ignored it. it. Yeah. And then they just never, ever, ever turned it off. So to this day, you can install Windows 7, uh, free upgrade it to Windows 10, or you can just install Windows 10, use a Windows 7 product key, just like enter it, add install, it'll just work. It treats really? them all completely, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I did it the other day. Wow. Even once your Windows 10 is already installed, you can like go to activate, and I was able, so I changed the hardware in my, in my VR gaming machine, and I needed to, um, to reactivate Windows because it got mad. Okay. So the problem is that I hadn't actually dealt with that in a long time because I hadn't upgraded my personal rig in like three or four years or something like that. It had been quite a while, and they've made a lot of changes. So it is still possible to retain your license from one hardware set to another. As far as I can tell, although I didn't successfully do it because it looks like you have to deregister it first. I will. I will say one thing that was kind of nice yeah. is uh, I did the instead of doing that. I want to use a offline account thing. I used my actual Microsoft account yeah. every time, and I the, in this whole move, like I'm moving yeah. to Windows 10 or whatever. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be super legit. I'm going to buy a key properly through yeah, my yeah, Microsoft yeah. account, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I kept I the keys in my email somewhere. So I kept on just being like, I don't have a key, but then when I signed in, it would just grab it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was a nice Yeah, so it's tied to the hardware. That was a nice experience. But that yeah. means that you have to deregister it. Yeah, but I didn't have to, is what I'm saying. But you didn't change the hardware. That's, oh, oh, okay, to move yes. it from hardware to hardware. Right. To, okay, okay, okay. So the only way for me to do that would have been to rebuild up the whole <laughs> computer deregister it, and I was just, it's a small form factor machine. I was just like, no, I can't do this. So out of desperation, I had an old Windows 7 Ultimate key. <laughs> and I was like, what happens if I... Activated. No problem, Windows so what, 10 Pro. Bippity boppity, there you, you go. Pro? Okay. Yep, Windows cool. 10 Pro. Well, I had Windows 10 Pro installed, so I knew I was gonna need something other than Windows 7 Home. Mm. I'm pretty sure that transition doesn't work. Um, so yeah, so the, the workaround that you know everyone, I think, knows about then is because Windows 7 is that because Windows 7 was so easy to pirate, if you pirate Windows 7 and then upgrade to Windows 10, you end up with a legit Windows 10 install. And so Microsoft has had every opportunity under the sun to block that off over the last few years, but they just, for whatever reason, didn't do it. And we made a video about this recently on TechWiki. It was, the, it was like the most explosive TechWiki we've ever made. People loved it, people hated it. It got 2.2 <laughs> million views in the first few days. What was it? Which is crazy for TechWiki. Um, the title was, Why is Windows 10 Free Now? And basically, some people got really mad because they were like, well, it's not free, that's piracy. How many views does it have now? 2.3, I think. 2.375, that's nuts for TechWiki. Yeah. Um, and so people were mad because they were like, this is promoting software piracy. And actually, if you watch the video, we never say that it's the right thing to do. We just say that Microsoft 
has had every opportunity to close this off and they haven't done it. And then we speculate as to why that might be, um, including some backup from statements that Microsoft and their leadership have made publicly about how Windows 10 is gonna be the last Windows and it's more about the install base and it's more about building out the ecosystem and it's less about trying to milk people for $126 yeah. or whatever uh, you know an OEM Windows license cost every two to three years. Um, they're just, they've accepted that they're moving away from that model and they're moving towards this more, this more cloud focused one. And uh, honestly, you know, you look at their profits, it seems to be going just fine in spite of them not selling as many Windows licenses and I, new machine licensing fees aren't going anywhere. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I've been convinced for a long time that it's not about selling to, to users that are like building their own computers and stuff. I think they've essentially never cared. We're such a minority of a minority. But exactly. Like, and if they and if they can just like shut us up by being like just take your stupid free operating system, that's almost certainly going to be better for them in the long run. As like, long I as think they're it's making a, money somewhere else, but yeah, yes, yeah. and they've shifted, like, so they are selling OEM licenses and doing all these other things makes way more sense. Like like oh yeah, you're all used to using Windows because it's free, ha 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 ha, and then now you have to pay for it when you buy a laptop. I mean, whatever. how else were they going to maintain the their dominance? Because yeah. I don't think that in a world where Apple doesn't charge for operating system updates, in a world where Linux is continuing to get better and better and better, um, they were going to be able to keep charging you $100 and $150 every couple of years forever. That wasn't going to happen. Some guy's having an aneurysm because he's telling me to change the audio output through the volume icon of the taskbar. I know. But it's like too many steps. That's my whole point. Yep. It was just easier on 8.1. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. It's just like more stupid things. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, so what else do we have to talk about? For those who have hardware no longer supported, um, try out Linux, hey, there you go. Um, but don't stick with Windows 7 if you can at all help it. That is really important. Security is a big deal and you ain't gonna have it. That NSA flaw is a perfect example of how even though it's older software at this point, there are still absolutely exploits and bugs that are being found. So whatever it is that you are updating to, we did a video about this on LTT a little while ago, it should be something. So for now, there's the ESU key bypass, uh, check bypass. Um, no idea how long that'll work. Uh, for the future though, you're gonna have to do something. I mean, 8.1 I think has another couple years left on it. Not much though, actually, now that I think about it. When's, uh, when's 8.1 end of support? It's, I mean, it's already kind of lost a lot of different forms of support, just mm -hmm. not security. January 10, 2023. But it like, it didn't get DX12, it's not getting other stuff. It's, a, it's the user base is so small, like, I don't know. Oh, no, end of mainstream support, January 9, 2018, end of extended support, January 10, 2023. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. Basically completely abandoned at this point. They're yep. ending that. So Windows 10 is the only Windows. That's all there is to it. You can like it or you can put a lot of work into using something else. <laughs> uh, speaking of putting a lot of work in, I did not put a lot of work into this sponsorship segue. FreshBooks is the super simple to use invoicing tool for small business owners and freelancers. It does more than just help you create slick looking invoices. You can track your time with their timesheet function. You can manage your expenses, uh, keep track of who owes you what. You can take all of the functionality with you on the go with their mobile apps for iOS and Android. And 
you can call their support staff and talk to a real person if you have any trouble. That's one of the coolest things about FreshBooks. Visit freshbooks.com forward slash when and get a free trial today. Just make sure you enter when in the how did you hear about us section. Oh, this is interesting. Humble Bundle's a sponsor today. Save money, contribute to charity, and get great deals on games at lmg.gg slash humblebundle. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all there is to it. Humble Bundle believes that you should pay for what you want, and they even give you the ability to select how much you want to give to each party, the creator, the charity, and even to Humble Bundle themselves. You can either shop on specific titles through their store page or through their bundle sets. Pick the bundle you want or subscribe to their monthly bundle to save even more. So check them out at lmg.gg slash humblebundle. Apparently this is a partner link rather than a um, specific sponsorship. So there you go, now we know. And finally, Displate. Use offer code LTT to save 15% at lmg.gg slash displate when. Displates are magnetically mounted metal prints this demo is great. You do I'm, the same I'm demo just, every time. No, I'm, like, I'm, doing I'm doing it differently. I'm doing it You're doing it differently? Yeah, all right, yeah. all right. I don't usually bring them up here. I the, realized when they sit back there, they're out of focus. They got a quarter million different artworks spanning okay. a bunch of different styles and influences. You don't need any power tools to hang it because it's just like a sticker you put on the wall with a magnet on it. Look at that. Pretty freaking awesome. I'm trying to not get glare on it. They plant a tree for every display purchased. And they've partnered with CD Projekt Red to create Cyberpunk 2077 prints. You can even get some pretty special edition Linus Media Group prints as well. Uh, also, oh yeah, so... Delayed to the Cyberpunk 2077 prints. <laughs> hey, got him! That's pretty funny. Got him! Uh, our link below, code LTT to save 15% today. And then I guess Nick also wants to give us an update on LTTstore.com. Yeah, I'm buddy. assuming that's why you're here. Yeah, buddy. LTTstore.com. You want a hat for five dollars? Really? You can get a hat for five dollars. Cool. All you have to do is buy a T-shirt or a hoodie. Cool. So hardware shirts, hoodies, buy one, get a hat, five dollars. Cool. There you go, guys. And Bye. The hats, TechLink hats, LTT hats. Nice. That's a good promo. Heck yeah. Do we have a lot of hats we're trying to move through? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, cool. We, we got lots of hats. <laughs> yeah, minimum order quantities on hats are pretty high. In case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Heck yeah. All right, let's do it. Did you like my Twitter post from an hour ago? Did you see it? I actually did not see your Twitter post from I, an hour ago. I Why? Thought it, I thought it was pretty good. What are you posting on the Twitter now? The LTT Twitter has been so mean. It's mostly this guy. So mean. <laughs> do you want your tech tip? Yeah. I have tech tip for In you. In your opinion, if we did a blind key switch challenge, which switch must right. be included? It's free real estate. Oh, thank you very much for that. <laughs> LTTstore.com. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. Have a good weekend. Get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, like, I just, I have such a hard time ascending to that level of memory. <laughs> like, it's been, it's been pretty. In, Nick I, can do it. Jake yeah, can do it. Yeah. Uh, Alex P. Uh, A Prime. You guys will probably know him as in the credits on the videos. Those three are probably like peak memery around meme here. Yeah, the meme masters. The meme uh, council. <laughs> council of memers. Council of memes. You can join the council, but we will not give you the rank of master. master. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Apple may be forced to ditch the lightning connector. So the word on the street is the EU will be voting on regulations that will require all mobile devices to use a single universal charging method. Can I jump in and say, I hate this? Honestly, I'm really surprised. So please continue. Okay. Why don't okay, why don't we get through the rest of this? Okay. For, well, no. No, you know what? No, we're not going to. I hate this. Is it a stifling innovation angle? Force mm, not necessarily because okay. I think stifling innovation has become like a buzzword that just means allowing um, that means forcing us to not act in a non-competitive manner. Like Stifling innovation has just become its 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 meaning has has become perverted. I think just okay. because of the way that it's been used so frequently. Sure. So the reason I hate this is that I think it's going to stifle innovation. So, okay, not just not. Yeah. Okay, shut up. But, yeah. but not in that way, because the problem with a standards. Okay, so. We're lucky right now. USB-C is pretty great. So it's more the future. Yes. Yeah. But where are we going from here? Yeah. What happens when it's time for someone to create something different? Are you not allowed? Yeah, because this whole thing went down ages ago. The EU tried to go after Apple about the 40-pin connector way back in the day, if I recall correctly. It might have been the 40-pin, might have been Lightning. Don't remember the time frame. But ultimately, what we got after the Apple 40-pin connector was Lightning, which was so much better than anything that was available on the PC side of things or on the on the like open standard side of things yeah. that it was almost worth switching to an iPhone for. Remember, this is pre-wireless charging, and the Lightning connector was great. So I'm looking at it going, okay, at this moment in time, USB Type-C looks pretty great. Um, seems like it's working out. Pretty good so far. We haven't so far identified any long-term um, durability or reliability problems. Yeah, uh, it holds up physically. It holds up electrically for the most part. Seems seems great. But we don't have to go that far in the past to find a time when allowing someone to use a different connector was a clear and obvious benefit for their customers to and not to the detriment of the rest of the market because Apple does charge to create works with Apple accessories. But the flip side of that is that nothing prevents you from buying an unauthorized now, one off of eBay. When we go back to like flip and slider yeah. phones, yeah. it was horrible. That was a gong show. It was terrible. It was terrible. I don't think we're there now because no. right now we have basically micro USB, USB-C, and lightning. Yes. That's not that bad. And no. you have like a little bit older Android phones, yeah. current Android phones, and iPhones. The and other that's not that bad. The other concern that I have is that these regulations, in many cases, technology regulations are created by people who do not fully understand what they're regulating. They're often very important. I want to throw that out there too. Yes. There are lots of very important technology uh, regulations that 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 keep things moving and and we're very thankful for. But yes, they're also often made by people that and have no idea. Even what by about. engineers. USB Type-C is not particularly well understood in a lot of cases because, I, okay, you guys are you guys are a tech-savvy audience, right? Uh, you see four USB-C connections on the back of the Apple Pro Display XDR. Tell me what you think they are. One of them has a little bolt next to it. Tell me what they all are. A Thunderbolt. 
Okay. And three USB-C 3.1s? Wrong. Is one of them, one of them's power? No. And the other ones don't allow that? No. I have no idea. Okay, see, that's the problem. There are so many different implementations of USB-C. <sighs> the physical connector electri electrically that the potential for them to say, okay, well, everything has to use USB Type-C because that way everything can be charged from, you know, one thing. What are they? Uh, what are, oh, uh, so basically one of them is Thunderbolt okay. and that goes to the Mac Pro okay. or to your MacBook Pro. Sure. Uh, and the other three are actually USB Type-2 electrically. Okay. And the reason is that Apple is using up all of the available bandwidth in that connection to put two DisplayPort streams through it because that's how they're doing 6K 60 hertz okay. off of a single cable. Now they could have just done two cables, which would have increased the backwards compatibility of the display, but that but wouldn't have been as elegant. They would never want to, yeah. Yeah, okay. and that wouldn't have had, a, and it would have had high-speed connectivity, whatever. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, so, sorry, so right. So there's so many different implementations that even if the intent was to say, USB Type-C is the past, present, and future. We want everything to use this so that you've got universal interoperability, which gives consumers choice. Now they can choose their vendor for their charging devices. Even if that was the intent, that might not actually be the result. Because we've already seen with the Nintendo Switch getting bricked by power, ba by power banks and non-authorized third-party adapters, that there are so many different implementations, some of them standard and some of them non-standard, that there's no way that you would be able, that you wouldn't have the understanding to regulate that properly. And many devices just have different needs. So that even though USB Type-C is a fantastic standard and has so, many, so much flexibility in its implementation that allows it to be used for so many different things, everything from charging a laptop to uh, outputting power off of your phone and charging something else, it's so cool. But that flexibility means that it's not one thing. So trying to standardize on this one thing could actually hurt what is so great about this one thing. And, and, and as far as my understanding there, goes, my micro USB is wildly cheaper as well. And we don't necessarily yes. want to drive up the cost of a lot of low cost yeah, devices. Like, a, like an IoT connected relay that you use for sure. your garage door. I have one that uses micro USB. It significantly increases the complexity of implementing the charging port if they have to use yeah. USB Type-C. And especially if it's a plug-in once, leave always plugged in style device, you don't need really the features that USB-C give you if you can get everything else done by a micro USB connection. With that said, we did find that USB Type-C was quite a bit more durable. And I have had a fair number of micro Bs just from being left in. Oh, just like die. Kind of die. But yeah. that I think has as much to do with it being a poor quality connector yeah. as it has to do with the actual standard itself. Yeah. So there's a different conversation to have there. I mean, that's another thing too, is like, if you, unless you're regulating the quality of them as well. And speaking of quality, uh, this might be unpopular. I personally like Lightnings more than USB-C. Oh, I, I love the Lightning connector. Yeah. I mean, Apple's like cable sleeving has had issues <laughs> at times in the past, but the actual Lightning connector actual itself, connector. The, the, the so feel good. of the plug-in, unplug experience is yep. fantastic. It does tend to get... Uh, the Verge is reporting this is about the wall charger, not the actual plug on the phone. Either way, that has its own separate... Everything I said is already still applicable to that then. So all these different implementations of powering devices, um, 
Yeah, because yeah, if you standardize the wall charger, you know, how would you keep tweaking with like your your battery charge rates, like your current delivery rates, and and all that kind of stuff? Like there are advantages to having the charger sure. talk to the device. No, I still don't support it. So there you go. All right. Well, what else? So so okay. Let's go through our actual talking points for this thing. Uh oh, wife messaging. Uh, okay, cool. That's perfect. Um, so something 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 require that all mobile devices use a single universal charging method. Uh, Apple's response. Oh, this is great. Regulations that would drive conformity across the type of connector built into all smartphones freeze innovation rather than encourage it. Such proposals are bad for the environment and unnecessarily disruptive for customers. I don't necessarily agree that they are bad for the environment because continuing to use your existing cables is definitely more better for the environment. I could, uh, I could reduce is the best R. I could is basically only, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I could only understand the environment thing if it was used poetically, and they mean like the, you know, environment of innovators. Oh, like the metaphorical connect. environment. Yeah, of, I'm sure yeah. they don't mean that, but that's the only no. way that I could. Every make time it make sense. millions of people replace their cables and throw away their old cables, it is super bad for the environment. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a weird try to kind of hill to fall on. Yeah, they go on. We want to ensure that any new legislation will not result in the shipment of any unnecessary cables or external adapters with every device or render oh. obsolete the devices and accessories used by many millions of Europeans and hundreds of millions of Apple customers. Okay, so that's great. I see where their argument is coming from. If we had to include an adapter to the thing that we're shipping everywhere else in the world because we're going to do that. So basically, they're just being petulant children that would rather do something that's bad for the environment than so they're just saying standardize. we will be bad for the environment if you if do you this. If you make us do this. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. So it's a threat. Oh my god. Not a warning. Brutal. Given the market steady switch to USB Type-C, it's likely that this is the standard that will be adopted if it's passed. Uh, and iPhones have been rumored to ditch Lightning for Type-C for years. But um, yeah. also, recent rumors now point to a completely <laughs> portless design with wireless charging and wireless data transfer only anyway. And honestly, we're not far away from that actually kind of making sense. Yeah. Once wi- you took the headphone jack out, like... Wi-Fi has gotten pretty fast, yeah. and wireless charging has How gotten How many people still transfer good? files through a cable to their phone? On an iPhone, I don't bother, but on an Android device, I kind of do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So Why? There you go. Uh, just because it's a lot faster. Hmm. Well, remember too, as a- What as, are you transferring onto your phone? Like, not onto my phone, off my phone. Okay. So as like a video okay. maker, I'm often doing screen cap on my yeah, phone yeah, that yeah, I yeah. need to- Yeah, 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 okay. Put onto an editor. I was thinking machine. the other way yeah. around, so yeah. No, no, You could have that auto sync. Yeah, no, I don't put anything on my phone. Um, by the way, I don't know if you've been using my Plex server lately, but it's fixed now. Oh, no, I haven't. Okay, well, it's fixed now. Uh, just reminded me, because like that's the only way I put things on my phone now. Uh, all right, what else we got? Ah, big news! NVIDIA drops pricing on the RTX 2060. It is now down to $299, also known as the price it probably should have been in the first place. It was $350, and many partner cards are still at or near that price, but the Founders Edition is now $299. That brings the price closer to the rumored upcoming RX 5600 XT, which is releasing on... Wait... Okay, hold on a second. Are these details that AMD has actually announced or are these things that people don't uh, know yet? Hold on, I'm just gonna control V. 
Uh, da 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 Okay, uh, AMD announced, oh good, AMD announces the RX 5600 XT on Tuesday for 279. Okay, so I can talk about that. Um, the GTX 1660 Ti is still 279, so basically it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, <laughs> given that you can get a 2060 for that with ray tracing. Whoa! Which you probably wouldn't run around on there. I do. On a 2060? I do. Oh. Minecraft. I think Minecraft with RTX is straight up. Does it even do that well on a 2060? Minecraft RTX? Yeah. Wait, is it out? Uh, it's not no, out but yet. they have like uh, uh, community mod demos that are will like melt your computer. Oh, all right. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm but sure okay, you don't have to, to do run. that many bounces. I'm yes. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could I agree. run it. I agree. I think that's going to be a valid use case for it. With that said, not on the LTT Minecraft server since we're running the Java version. <laughs> so <laughs> that's going to be a thing. Okay. Uh, apparently. I, d I don't know if Jake has talked about this publicly yet, but apparently we are finally launching in the next couple of weeks. Really? Because it's been like a Look, long time. Four or five months? Meat kettle. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. It's, I mean, it's a Minecraft server. Have, versus, you, seen, have you seen what they've been working you know, on, though? It's, it's actually pretty cool. Video delivery? Minecraft I'm just, server. Yeah, but like he also didn't take three years. So okay, all right. Okay, you know, okay, you know, all right. You know, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> um, what else we got that we wanted to talk about? Oh yeah, this is the craziest thing ever. Okay, so scientists use stem cells from frogs to build the first living robots. So this is out of the University what? of Vermont. Xenobots. So these are robots that are constructed out of living cells. Um, <laughs> they're made from embryonic African clawed frogs. So these are tiny sub-millimeter blobs that have between 500 and 1,000 cells. They can scoot around, they can self-organize, <laughs> and they can deliver minute payloads. Potential <laughs> uses include targeted drug delivery. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, so unlike any previous living organism, these are living programmable organisms. This is nuts. So they're 100% frog DNA, that but is they are not frogs. That is extremely cool and very terrifying. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, chemical warfare, nuclear warfare. Those are not the scariest warfares anymore. <laughs> well, this would... Is it chemical? It's, okay, it's biological warfare, biological. which I guess also, you know, exists. But this is like... I don't know. This feels like a new category. A new category to me somehow. Microbiological. Like no, you, you drop, yeah, you drop, you drop a bunch of these in like a, in like a water supply, or something, and they like, you know, deliver. Execute program sixty six. Yeah. Eat, eat brains. I don't know. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like, depending on if how long they can stay alive in a target's bloodstream, right? You know, you could potentially, over some very extended period of time, basically well, infect an entire population. Just be like, hey. I mean, obviously they have no way at this time to put freaking Wi-Fi on the things, but like. <laughs> and I and I'm sure I'm not putting ideas that weren't already there into people's heads, so don't worry about it. But um, consume and grow would like very possibly be an option. And that's essentially just cancer, is it not? Deliverable cancer? That sucks. Yeah. But also, maybe counter it at the same time 
really interesting. I'm very interested to see where that goes. Hopefully all in good directions. Uh, in other news, this is off of Cooler Master's Twitter. Uh, Cooler Master has changed the design of their thermal paste syringe. Uh, not to make applying thermal paste easier, but because they were tired of having to explain to parents that their kid isn't using drugs. I think Cooler Master is social media savvy enough that, that uh, this is not what happened, but yeah. it's very funny. So good job, Cooler okay, Master. Okay, hold on, hold on. Switch to my screen. Uh, yes. This is their video. I'm going to mute it just because I don't know if it's coming through or not. This is their video. I just want to see if you notice what's wrong. Did you see it? Go back. <laughs> Master gel maker. Traditional thermal grease, which is you hard to spread even. Traditional thermal oh. grease, all capitalized. I, I did notice that thermal grease was capitalized. Um, traditional thermal grease. Oh, Cooler Master, you tried. It's And then they do the classic like infomercial, I can't do this super simple task at all. They had to have done that on purpose, too. Ugh. It's so difficult. Also, that's spread enough at this point. They're, they're just... Nope, nope, need to keep going. Uh, I With don't know. patent. That's a fun grammar bit right there. Man, you know the craziest thing about like companies like Cooler Master is they actually have a lot of people who work there who could easily proof this. Okay, what do you they think? They just don't have them do it. Yeah. I think it's stupid yeah. and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but I think anything that gives new users more confidence to do something okay. can actually have That's a, a cool clear angle. benefit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So even if it does nothing for the actual thermal performance, still kind of neat. The, the first initial thought that I had was like, that's a confusing, low-value, I'm assuming notable increase to bomb cost change that I just don't understand. But if it's increasing confidence, because that is a part that has always bothered people. And it made us talk about it. It did. Good job, Cooling Master Marketing yeah. Team. Yeah, there you go. Spelling things wrong was the play. You um, got it. Corsair IQ to support a Sooth motherboard RGB lighting control. Have we finally reached RGBtopia? Uh, arguably the two best RGB solutions, IQ and RSync, are now compatible, so you can get a cohesive RGB look without using 20% of your CPU. Thank you. Uh, it seems simple, but syncing RGB can actually be really tough. I know Corsair has spent an inordinate amount of money on RGB development, like it just blew me away. <laughs> um, each component, RAM, MOBO, GPU, could run very different software and hardware for RGB. Uh, if they're designed, even if they're designed by different teams within the same company, they can run really different stuff. So what one company or team calls blue in their software might be different from others, even more difficult for colors like orange, where two lights have to be dimmed correctly in order to color match. Various controllers will have different built-in delays, so even if the main software is sending out the right signals, the whole thing could look like a mess, and on top of it all, all the hardware needs to comply with all the electronics laws. Um, I actually found out recently that one of the reasons that RGB doesn't just all sync wirelessly instead of having to do all this crap is that um, it has to do with European uh, RF pollution laws. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's like why I had to um, get my uh, Logitech PowerPlay mouse mat in Canada. Get it? Because they don't sell it here. They don't sell it here? No. 
I actually did not know that. I never went to buy one. They sent one for review. I need a new mouse because mine double clicks like all the time, but I love it. I'd never want to go back if I can. I wish they made a much bigger mouse mat. Yeah. I know you can like do it yourself. You can mod it. But it's... You got to do it. I will. You should do it. I will. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. That's the way to go. You just you get the other one. You cut the hole. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So two random things. I got this super early, which I'm ridiculously excited about. Oh, good for you. You're now the only one in this room with a working Valve Index. Okay, so you mentioned that before the show, but we didn't get into it. What happened? Well, my controller broke. Your controller broke? Yeah. My controller uh, it started kind of disconnecting sometimes, and I would power it off and power it back on, and it would kick back in. And then it did it again, and then it, like... Um, is this it your... happened more and more frequently until it did it, and then it didn't turn back on. Is this your Knuckles? Yeah. Yeah, so my left Knuckles controller is dead. You can use the older ones, right? Can't you? Okay, so that was a bit of a, a bit of a fiasco ordeal. It was a bit of a pain in the butt because I'm using Lighthouse V2s. I don't own any Vive Gen 2 controllers. Okay. Any, like, Steam VR 2.0 controllers. So I had to come back to work, borrow some controllers, go home, realize that my lighthouses were not compatible with my Gen 1 controllers, go back to the office, get Gen 1 lighthouses, which conveniently do work with the Index headset, uh, and then I was able to play. Um, but yes, I've been, uh, I've, been, I've, been all, I've been out of the game for a little bit. I've been playing a little bit, but not nearly as much. I don't like using the Gen 1 controllers as much. They're really heavy and I'm weak. <laughs> it's a weight thing. Well, it's, it's a factor, yeah. I also don't find them as comfortable. I'm really you, used to the Valve one, to the Vive uh, really like ones now. You really like Beat Saber, which is a lot of constant movement. Yes. So that sort of would add up. And sometimes I'm streaming for like <coughs> an hour or two hours at a time, and it really does make a difference. Yeah. Okay, that so makes sense. There's that. And the knuckles are very like when something's kind of attached to you, the weight gets distributed a lot better. Yes. Compared to like a stick that you have to hold or whatever. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that I got this, which is fantastic. Did you just get that today? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's super early. As, uh, if I remember correctly, my order was supposed to come in March. Nice. Like it's wicked early. I don't know why. I was, I, I was. You, uh, it was here. You uh, need your left controller. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, <laughs> actually, I mean, honestly, you could borrow it because I can't set it up yet. Oh no, it's fine. I wasn't like the room isn't ready. Like I didn't think it was going to be here for a it's long fine. time. It's fine. I can, I can, I can wait. Um, they, they have finally shipped me one, so I'm good. Okay, that's took cool. Took them like. 13 days to decide to ship me a replacement, so that was Yikes. pretty sweet. That's kind of annoying. <laughs> Speaking of annoying, though, this is, like I said, this is here that's great. I got banned from WoW for six months. You got banned from WoW? Suspended. Why? I'll what, get into why that. Why did you get suspended from, what did you do? I genuinely don't know. That's the worst part. I went to go, this, it's been for a week. I went home after last WAN show. Yeah. And went and logged in. It was like, your account is suspended for 180 days. And I was like, what? Maybe Blizzard's trying to tell you you have a problem. And that WoW Classic isn't that good of a game anyway. Okay. Mm -hmm. WoW Classic has a lot of issues. <laughs> I will give you that. But it's like... Maybe Blizzard <sighs> said, you know what? We've consumed enough of this man's life and soul. But it's funny that I play with my dad and my brother and my mom. <coughs> like, ju just a little while ago, I was in a dungeon with my, brat, my dad, my brother, and mom. What? A while ago. I said just a while ago. It's fine. I'm not going to say exactly how many days ago, but it was a while ago. 
Hold um, on, hold on. Let me say that out loud for you so you can hear it instead of being saying it. Okay. A little while ago, I was in a dungeon with my brother, my dad, and my mom. See, because I play WoW so much, this doesn't ping me. Well, there's lots of kinds of dungeons. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, like, okay, the day I'm gonna get a little, I'm gonna get a little personal here for a moment. Sure. But the day that my mom heir or my grandma on my dad's side yeah. passed away, or not passed away, her funeral right. was the launch day of Classic WoW. This man allowed me to borrow a bunch of laptops, and I flew across the country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had like a LAN party in the hotel room that night. Good old to classic try to like wow style. bring the family together. Now my brother, my dad, and I all raid together, and it's like a thing. So it really sucks, and I don't know why. Yeah. And I have appealed it three times. I've gotten automated responses back every time, just being like, nope, 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 six months, bye. And you I can't, still don't even know what it was. I can't get to a single... They said cheating, and I was like, what? I haven't done this. So they're like, oh, it's for unauthorized program use. What like, is unauthorized program use? What program? Like, I use my computer for everything. I stream on it, I work on it, yeah. I game on it. I don't know what program. What program are you upset about? So I don't huh. get banned in the future, and they're just like, Nope! Stop sending in tickets! Blop! Uh, ah! They're all automated responses, so no one's really saying that. Right. But, like, I just, I don't know. If someone out there works at Blizzard, knows a senior jam or something, I would love to talk to you. You can even leave the ban. I just want to get... Don't want to get banned again. Right. Because you're back I, for like two days, you get banned for another six months. Because I don't even know why. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Huh. I can't talk to, like, when I used to have, if I ever had a problem with Blizzard, yeah. when I first started playing WoW, you can just call them. Well, yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. But I, they, they had a big player base. You know, the that. funny thing about that is that, like, <sighs> it's not like they get paid less now. Yeah. But somehow they were able to sustain support staff back then. Why can't they now? I don't know. I don't know. When did we all as consumers accept this? <sighs> and like, I, I even said that in one of my tickets. Yeah. I was like, I understand you guys are probably receiving a lot of tickets right now. I'd love to just, like, if I can just talk to someone, we can probably smooth this over. Yeah. And we can just move on. Yeah. Automated response denied whatever. I just I don't know. I would just love to talk to someone so I can at least like explain my case I'd like to play games with my my dad again. That was like a cool thing that we had I would love to just talk to someone so if anyone out there can just reach out to me That'd be fantastic because I'm getting nowhere on my own. Yeah All right. Yeah Speaking of getting nowhere You can take a controller. No, no, it's like not. I literally can't it, it might up. be at home Okay. Like, they shipped it a few days ago, and it's been snowy, so I think it might have gotten delayed, but it also, like, delays. might be there by now, so I'm not, I'm not too worried about yeah, it. Yeah, we're making rearrangements, and we're, like, literally in the process of it, but I didn't know it was going to be here so soon, so it's not ready yet. All right, so thanks for watching this week, guys. We'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Jaden, you're a dick.